Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Radio. Hey everybody, this is Steve. I just want to let you know that for all the latest on our podcast, uh, hit us up at EILF Movies. That's everything I learned from movies on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Uh, we're also on Patreon if you want to check that out. But our homepage is with the Age of Radio Network at ageofradio.org slash everything I learned from movies. And if you're looking for some amazing art, check out my wife's Etsy page at untidyvenus.etsy.com. All kinds of great stuff there. Also, follow us at PodCartFest, that's P-O-D-C-A-R-T-F-E-S-T, for our periodic art and podcasting festival that we're going to be hosting. It's uh, it's actually pretty cool. Check it out. So yeah, on that note, let's get to the show. Everything I learned from movies Helps to make life a little bit groovy With a one-line plot holes and gratuitous movies It's time to get busy with your friend Stephen Izzy He has walked through centuries Untouched by time He has seen empires rise and fall. He possesses the wisdom of the ages. Throughout eternity, no man has ever provoked such terrible fear and such haunting desire. Dracula, starring Frank Langella. With Laurence Olivier. I'm the last of my kind. Descended from a conquering race. But I must warn you to take good care. If at any time my company does not please you, you will have only yourself to blame. Oh, God! Help my poor soul! And I'm Missy. And this is Everything, Everything I Learned from movies. movies. And tonight! Oh, tonight. Uh, we are talking 1979's 
Dracula. Wait, I thought we only did bad movies. Well, we'll see. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Um, but babe, before we keep going through this year of the character in Dracktober. We're pretty sober, so. We really are. Let's change it. Alrighty. Ooh, in honor of this here movie, we have from Utah Brewing Company, Red Eye Imperial Red Ale. <gasps> she has red eyes oh. like boobies. Oh, like boobies? R- rubies? Oh, oh I, I misunderstood that whole thing. You sure did. Anyway. <laughs> the context is completely different now. <laughs> I'm going to pop my top. Oh, my top. <laughs> like boobies. Like my boobies. And the pour. This is a beautiful red ale. It's very, very clear. Has a off-white foamy head with lots of tiny bubbles. Tiny bubbles makes me happy. <laughs> mm, a little malty on the nose. Ooh. Almost no hop character on the nose. Yeah. Smells just like a little earthy and clean. Steve's yeah. in for the sip. Yeah, very malt forward. Yeah, very... Uh... A little bit of like caramel and like rye and like I said the earthy notes. I think it's probably the probably some like old world hops or something yeah. like that, as opposed to like the piney kind of stuff you usually get. But mm-hmm. wow, almost more like um, like like roasted malt bitterness than a hop. Like on on the taste up front. Yeah, and uh, being an imperial red ale, this is eight point three percent alcohol by volume. Woo! Back to the good stuff. You can taste it there on an empty stomach, let me tell you. Oh my. Your stomach's not that empty. We had pulled pork tacos with tater tots. Yeah, like three hours ago. (laughs) Top me off here, babe. Alrighty. Thank you. Mm. Mm, That's Utah Brewing Company's Red Mm -hmm. Eye Imperial Red Ale. So, Steve. Yes. Dracula. Yes, 1979's Dracula. Oh, babe. Steve. Have you ever seen this movie before? I had. Oh, yeah. Oh, this was but my first time. But not since I was so. like a kid. Nice. So. So nice little revisiting of it. And yeah. Yeah. It was one of those things where it was like, I would watch all, you know, the classic like horror movies. Vampires were never like my favorite as a kid. So yeah. I didn't like make particular note, didn't really revisit them. I enjoyed the killer like werewolf movies. Like I enjoyed the like tormented soul turning into just bloodthirsty killer i like i was like ghosts ghost movies like yeah. i think i'm the only person other than you that i know who enjoyed changeling you're not into the uh, sensual horror that a vampire or dracula oh, no, provides no, 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 yeah no, no. especially now some of those sensual vampire ones coming out as super racist and taking advantage of canadian tribes and Oh, have you not heard about this? What? Apparently, Twilight, the uh, the tribe that was depicted as the werewolves, oh. they were never compensated for their likeness being used. Oh, of course not. Uh, yeah, and um, yeah, I guess like there's whole you know I I don't know I don't watch these stupid fucking movies, but I guess there's a whole <laughs> thing that like basically that native people are just savage barbarians. Man, They're not as domesticated. I, have as... I got a movie to introduce them to called Bone Tomahawk? Oh, that's nothing but very something. Yeah. Anyway. Don't watch Twilight, guys. That's too terrible. (laughs) For for many reasons. Coming from us. (laughs) We are saying, please don't watch it. (laughs) Well, babe, I didn't know this movie existed until I was looking up Dracula movies for the year of the character. You really haven't watched a lot of Dracula movies, though. Like, what are you talking about? Basic ones. Like, I, you know, obviously Bella Lugosi, but like none of the Universal sequels. 
you know, obviously like Lost Boys and you know stuff that was yeah. big in the nineties. Yeah, but, but like the classic, the classic horror interview with a vampire, and that was like, okay, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> get a room, guys. No, Look, but... if you guys want to see gay sensual vampires, watch Interview <laughs> with a Vampire. <laughs> Ooh, I got an- another one for that month we're planning. The, uh, <laughs> so straight, it's gay month. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Looking at you, uh, three hundred and Top Gun. <laughs> here's the thing: the movie's so over the top. Everyone, including myself, forgets Antonio Banderas is in it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Looking fucking sensual. Yeah, he comes in for like 10 minutes in like hour three. Yeah, yeah. and he's gorgeous. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like, ooh, that's a nice looking lady. Wait a minute, I know those eyebrows. <laughs> Turns around and seems like, I tap that. Oh, that's oh, Antonio Banderas. That's Desperado. <laughs> well, okay, yeah. <laughs> oh, like, I, that's my I, favorite when you're like, ooh, look at that. Oh, that's so-and-so. Eh, he's good looking too. <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, we'll get to it in this movie, but uh, oh. from Steve. director John Batham. Who's he, Steve? Oh, I'm glad you asked. Uh, he started off obviously doing TV and stuff like everybody did in the 70s, including six episodes of The Night Gallery. Yeah. And then he really rose to stardom with a little movie called Saturday Night Fever. Oh, shit. This was his follow-up to Saturday oh Night Fever. <laughs> and then I he, love this guy already. <laughs> and then he followed this up with War Games. And Short Circuit, and Stakeout, and Bird on a Wire, and Point of No Return, Drop Zone, Nick of Time. And then he started doing TV movies after Nick of Time, and episodes of Psych, six of them to be exact, nine episodes of Supernatural, and three episodes of a show called Siren I've never heard of, but yeah. So, pure gold, apparently. Apparently. Everything that I like and grew up on. <laughs> yeah, the penultimate uh, disco movie. Mm-hmm. A great, I mean, spoilers, a pretty dang good Dracula movie. Yeah. War Games, Short Circuit, Stick Out as a comedy, right? Action comedy, Bird on yeah. a Wire. Point of No Return is just action. Bridget yeah. Fonda. Oh, Drop Zone, Wesley Snipes. Yeah. Yeah, like all over the place. But the screenplay. Nick of Time, Steve. <laughs> Nick of Time, shot in real time, starring Johnny Depp and Christopher Walken. Couldn't tell you much more about it. Oh, uh, because we haven't talked about it in a while. I just have to throw out the, uh, my, my uh, accredited art school, very fine. The entrance to their uh, film and television department. The first thing you see is a poster for Nick of Time, now available on VHS. <laughs> Framed Spend in no a expense. ridiculous gilded frame. I remember we, I walked. I took you up there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, you showed. Yeah, me. yeah. We walked by, and I was like, "And so, let me know what the first thing you see is." <laughs> Of course it's Nick of Time. And next to it is like an old timey camera that they have like fenced off so you can't like touch it and stuff. But it's like, this, this is what we're opening. And it turns out the head of the department like worked on the movie. But still, like, that's what we're leading with. And we'll have to do that movie to find out if we know that (laughs) person. Oh yeah, that name sounds familiar. Yeah. But a screenplay for this movie comes Mm -hmm. from W.D. Richter. Does that name sound familiar? I guess not. I mean, he's on the Richter scale. Uh, <laughs> yes, he's a seismologist who determined the grade for earthquakes. He also worked on this film. That's right. <laughs> yes, that Mr. Richter. No, um, he wrote Slither, the '70s version. Ooh. Uh, Peeper, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, oh. the '70s version, as opposed to Invasion of the Body Suckers. That's right. This, All Night Long, Hard Feelings, and then a little movie you might know called Big Trouble in Little oh. China. Uh, then, yeah, Needful Things, Home for the Holidays, and most recently, 
an action movie I can't believe we haven't done yet. Stealth. Oh, how have we not done stealth? I have no idea. We just haven't got to, I don't know, Jamie Foxmon or something. Oh my god, we, we, I know we talked about it when we, uh, when we did Firebirds. Oh yeah, we oh, that's we right, we were gonna it. do the, uh, Army Month, because we were gonna do, like, Iron Eagle and yeah. all the others, too. <laughs> Coming soon, guys. Uh, but babe, this movie. This movie. Has babyface sex pot Frank Langella. Holy as Dracula. Shit. Oh, I believe when he entered the screen, Steve was like, oh, I would tap that. Yeah, so like, oh, damn, babyface Frank can get it. Right? <laughs> yeah, and like six years later, he's going to be fucking Skeletor. So get it while you yeah. can, guys. Uh, so Lawrence Olivier <gasps> as Abraham Van Helsing. I didn't even recognize him, but he's <laughs> like, he kills it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Donald Pleasance as Dr. Jack Seward. Trevor Eve, whoever that is, the guy that plays John Harker, mm-hmm. and music by a young up-and-coming composer by the name of John Williams. Who's he staying? <laughs> yeah. he, he had a little hit like a year or two earlier called Star Wars, maybe. Oh, it's, it's a shame he, that never took off. I think he did Superman in between. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So one of those is about mass murder and the other one is about space wizards, right? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe well, who knows? <laughs> Wait, that's the sequels. <laughs> well, I guess people of Alderaan. <laughs> anyway, 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 oh, spoilers for a forty-five-year-old movie. Spo- spoiler for the original Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> he just wanted some door converters or whatever. <laughs> oh, my babe, Steve. Did you know this was a Universal Dracula movie? <gasps> so it's official? It's canon? Apparently, yeah. This is uh, Universal Studios. Dracula. I mean, who knew? Uh, so yeah, we start off with some howls in the dark, you know, black screen and then some moonlight and like a helicopter shot of around this this castle that's like, looked like it was on an island pretty much, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, it's very uh, Lady in Black for anybody out there who's seen it. Oh, the it. Woman in Black. Yeah, Woman yeah, in yeah, Black. Yeah. Woman yeah, in yeah. Black. Yeah, it's like you can only access it during low tide. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, Daniel Radcliffe. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so we see a, a ship at rough seas and, like, guys yelling uh, Hungarian or something like that. And <laughs> yeah. And uh, getting tossed around and they're like... I couldn't t- quite tell what they were they were speaking like if it was German or it was supposed to be like Transylvanian it, oh, or something. It, it was Hungarian. But, was it they Hungarian? confirm it later. Okay. Oh, okay, okay. But uh, they're they're trying to take this crate out from inside the ship and toss it overboard. Ooh, but but the storm is stopping them. Yeah, and they're getting like tossed all over and blah blah blah, and then the crate starts like opening <gasps> and. One of the guys gets fucking roadhouse by a yeah. hand that comes out that grabs his throat. <laughs> oh, this movie like opens with action. Yeah. And then we cut to an asylum and I'm like, all right, yeah. all right, here we go. It's <laughs> starting hot. And uh, yeah, we see uh, Dr. Donald Pleasance, uh, what's it, Seward or whatever, walking around. And, you know, he's everybody's trying to... all the all the lunatics are losing their mind because of the storm. Yeah, the storm. Oh, it's probably like a full moon or something, too. I think I heard somebody say. Oh, but, yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, the crazies are going crazy at the crazy house. And uh, he's like, where's where's Lucy? Where's my daughter, Lucy? She's upstairs in the house. Your house is upstairs from the insane asylum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a shame we can sleep. <laughs> Nothing could possibly go wrong. Yeah. So we go up there and we see Lucy and Mina. And they were just chilling up there, you know, being girls. And <laughs> do you late... think John Harker likes me? Who 
oh yes of course darling <laughs> oh but uh we find out lucy and mina both are a little uh a little progressive for their time and they... i'm going to grow up and be a lawyer and i'm gonna change the world how about you lucy I agree, I'll do something with my life because we are certainly not chattel. <laughs> Alright, Lucy, you're never well after you've traveled all the way out here to visit my father's insane asylum. I'm gonna put you to bed and then go help my dad with the crazies. Okie dokie. Yeah, she like tucks him in tucks her in and I'm like, wait, is she just supposed to be there at the asylum? <laughs> well they they mention in, in the next scene yeah, when later, Lucy goes later, yeah. uh, or when I'm confused. Oh, yeah, when Lucy goes downstairs to go see her dad, uh, he's like, where were you? And we're like, Mina wasn't feeling well. No, uh, Mina never feels well. And she's like, that's why we invite them out to this house for to, yeah. to get some wellness. Like, Yeah. Uh, but but uh, th- th- this moves mm-hmm. a little different because, okay, mm-hmm. we get some bells, you know, the church bells going on outside. Mm-hmm. And there's a whole big thing like, mm-hmm. those are ship bells. Like, no, those oh, are hollow church. bells. Uh, they're ringing. Ho- she was saying they're ringing hollow. They don't have the... The pureness and the innocence, that means evil is coming. Like, it's the church bells, you hear them every night. No, they're hollow! They're hollow! Yeah. And it's the... a harbinger of death! <laughs> Something wicked this way comes! Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and we see Mina, she, like, gets up out of bed, and she's, like, looking out the window of the storm. But she sees a ship, and sees it, like, <gasps> run ashore. I should tell someone, but I couldn't possibly leave my room in my nightie. Oh, she totally does, because then she's running through the graveyard outside. I'm like, wait, she had to pass through the asylum, and I assume a gate or a door of some sort to get out to... Don't worry about it, Steve. And <laughs> and she just went over the balcony. Oh, The progressive had... woman, Steve. Oh, ju- judging by her nightie, she probably just did, like, the little bat wings thing and jumped over the side. <laughs> by the way, Steve, More on that later. I want a nightie like that. Well, of course, don't we all? <laughs> I want to traipse around like the undead. You want a nightie that's like those flying squirrel outfits? Yes. <laughs> it's called a onesie. Actually, I think I already have one upstairs. It's Umbreon. Hold on, Steve. I need to go get changed. There you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, so she's like running across the graveyard to where the, the ship's, you know, running ashore. And this is where we first kind of noticed the, uh, the soundtrack for this movie is a lot like Bram Stoker's Dracula that came out, what, 12, 13 years later? I'm assuming, like, thinking about it, that Bram Stoker's must have paid homage to this movie. Yeah, probably, With it, because, yeah, it's basically the same. Yeah. Um, But Mina, she's like, oh, no, this ship. Oh, there's so many dead people here, blah, blah, blah. Oh, everyone's dead. Excuse me, sir, are you okay? And she sees a man lying in the ground in a a nice little leather coat like it's straight Mm. out of King Arthur Legend of the Sword. Before that, we saw the wolf running around on the beach. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. There was well, a wolf first we around. see the wolf on on the deck, and then he jumps off majestically, yeah. and like she catches a glimpse of it, like trotting off, and then uh, and then she sees the man in the coat. That's right. Oh yeah, you get the nice little scene where like the hand like comes out of the sleeve because he's like transforming and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty sweet. Yeah. Uh, so then we cut to the next morning, and yeah, there's a shipwreck. There's bodies everywhere, blood all over the place. This guy had his throat ripped out, tied to the the the. What do they call the steering wheel on a ship? The mat. No. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was thinking mass, but that's not. That's the yeah, main uh, sail. Right? Oh my god. Yeah. The steering wheel. And, uh, <laughs> it's tied to the steering wheel. And uh, we're also introduced to John Harker, who shows up because. Yeah. And I thought, oh god, is John Harker here? By the way, John Harker looks like a 1970s dude. Like he's got the like mop haircut. Oh, he's yeah. got the mustache. Like, <laughs> you know, just, just like. <laughs> <laughs> just a 70s dude that's all you got a picture pretty much it's the helm the helm, ah, the helm. Okay, okay 
Yeah. Uh, but, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. He looks, he's the only one who looks wildly out of place. In yeah. It, in my opinion. Everybody absolutely. else looks really good. And, like, yeah, yeah. looking at him, oh. it's just like, oh, his styling is off. I'm guessing he must have been shooting another movie at the same time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, he totally looks He's like... He's like, no, 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 I can't shave the mustache. I gotta do Dukes of Hazard on Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, got a, I got a three episode run on Kojak. What the fuck you expect me to do? Yeah. Uh, but he shows up and I, I was thinking he was a detective or something like that at first. Like it was going to be one of those things. Nope, he's basically the uh, like the real estate agent or whatever for uh, yeah. th- this count that's out of town. And he's like, oh yeah, a lot of property on this As ship he was is his. In and... Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, exactly. Ke- he's the Keanu. Well, well, he showed but less up. Convincing. He showed up at the scene of a shipwreck like he was yeah. a fucking detective. Like right. everybody's like, where are you going? He's like, it's okay. He's with me. You know that kind of thing. I think it's because he's a one of the prestigious families in town, and he's representing the count. Yeah. So he's there to defend his uh, his client's property. Yeah. So he goes up there. He goes aboard the ship, and they're like checking out everything. And then we see Renfield for the first time, and he's trying to like drag some crates out because he's like. And then we get a whole backstory of what like uh, Harker's the guy that sold Renfield's old family home to this mm-hmm. count, uh, yep. Carfax Abbey. And now it's like, oh, no, this is good as mine as it's theirs. And it's like, well, no, because the thing went shipwrecked, I'm here as the, uh, you know, real estate, the insurance adjuster, basically, yeah. to make sure this stuff gets to its final destination. And the shipping company is null and void, so fuck off, Renfeld. Well, and, and, then, and then here's the thing. <laughs> then they, like, hire Renfeld and, like, his brother to haul the shit out yeah. to Carfax Abbey. Like, which, again, is like, okay, I mean, it's a small town. I get it. They're the only ones with the cart big enough. But, like, insult to injury, right? By the way, but uh, how would you describe Renfeld? Like, a very specific podcaster that you thought it looked like. Oh, he 100% looks like Brendan from WWTT. Brendan, Brendan, <laughs> if you ever want to know what you would look like as an insane... Uh, familiar to a vampire watch this movie <laughs> <laughs> oh and you can watch it on tubi for free and i oh! highly recommend it there's actually a lot of pretty good little dracula movies we've uh we found on oh, there yeah. tubi's doing pretty good i, I, yeah. I like tubi like well, we're... and so on some movies it's literally every seven minutes with commercial and it's super oh, annoying yeah, yeah. it's the same three commercials in a row this one i didn't notice it as much yeah i think it's movies like before 2000 or whatever they have on there I, I, they'll have like three or four commercial breaks so it's like every half hour i'm trying to remember which one we watched but yeah it was like literally every seven minutes and we're yeah. like oh fuck this hour and 40 minute movie took us three hours to watch <laughs> it's been a couple of them because because we stopped watching tubi for a while because it was like yeah. like i remember we literally there was something we were doing for the podcast where it was like it's free on tubi i'll pay four dollars yeah so i yeah. don't have to deal with it yeah, true. Well, all right. So, uh, Brandon, I'm sorry, Renfeld is uh, <laughs> taking the Renfeld. dirt. Taking the dirt away. And we also find out that John and Lucy are the couple. Oh. Like in Bram Stoker's Dracula, it's, you know, Mina and John. Yeah. But Lucy's the, the love interest of this movie. So, keep that in mind, guys. A little twist. Yeah, they flopped him. So, then we go to uh, Carfax Abbey. Um, and it's basically nothing but cobwebs in class as i put it like it's this beautiful like castle the esmeralda staircase and all the like gargoyles and shit but completely covered in cobwebs from top to bottom and i'm like old family home huh no one's lived there in 40 years yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) like if y'all wanted it you would have swept that's sort of how i felt about this house when we moved in if y'all still wanted it you would have come back and gotten it yeah pretty much ugh 
where were we oh yeah so so yeah renfeld's there he's like trying to drag the dirt like up the staircase to i guess the bedchamber for uh for the count uh and then we see get our first quick glimpse of little Fra- dracula frank langella coming out of the shadows and he's at like the top of the stairs and renfeld's like oh this is pretty tough to be pulling up these stairs all by me lonesome and then phew, he turns into a bat and goes after renfeld in ah! scene and then we cut to uh <laughs> what were we? i think it was like the asylum or whatever but we basically get that uh, uh dr seward is uh Oh, that's right. No, it's John Harker. He's basically like, yeah, yeah. "Hey, we're having a dinner tonight, and we're inviting uh, my most prestigious client, this Count Dracula." Yeah, you know, he's royalty, you know. Yeah, so you know, let's let's try to try to be impressive and blah blah blah. And I like like in this dinner scene in particular, we get a lot of like um, uh, Lucy and Mina being like like super progressive for the time, like totally like cutting people off and like you know like. They'll say something, like, super nice, and they'll be like, oh, well, you know, if that's how you believe these sort of things, blah, blah, blah. It's just kind of like, all right, we get it. It's the 70s, guys. You know, we're, yeah. t- we're talking a Dracula tale. Let's let's keep it kind of real. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, ooh, we get a good look at babyface Frank in this scene, because he shows up. He's got the, the cape and the suit and everything on, and oh, he's, yeah. he is just wooing the fuck out of Mina. Oh, he's wooing the fuck out of the whole goddamn room. Yeah, well, true, yeah, everybody's yeah, just... Yeah, because he woos Lucy, too. And yeah, not a dry panty in the house. Mm-hmm. But but he's kind of focusing on Mina, because she's a little uh, a little paler than the yeah. rest, because she's, you know, going through a rough, rough patch yeah, or whatever. Yeah, well, and they're sort of established that she's she's the weaker one. Yeah, yeah, true. She'll be the most easy to manipulate. Yeah, so then we get uh, the whole, uh, you know, they're at dinner, and like, oh, would you have some wine, Count? I never drink wine. Such a good line! Yeah, just like a throwaway line, too, like he's... I never drink wine. Anyway, how are my real estate ventures and right? blah, blah, blah. You know? <laughs> Ooh, we also found out Mina's last name. Van Helsing. <gasps> and of course, her father is the great professor Abraham Van Helsing over in Germany or whatever. Yeah. Like, uh, and so uh, we get some tangoing. We see uh, like John and Mina tangoing in the background. And then we get, oh shit. We get a nice little scene where, you know, Mina's not feeling too well. And uh, the Count's like, oh, let me uh, let me have a gander at her. Oh, but I'm a doctor. I have a whole, I have a, literally an asylum full of patients downstairs. I don't know if you know this. I'm a Count, and a Count is much better than a doctor. I could give her a drug. I mean, come on. Obviously, she's a woman. She's hysteric. No need for drugs. I will hypnotize her. It's the way of my people. Mm-hmm. Mina. <sighs> Mina. Oh, yeah. You will no longer feel pain. <sighs> You will be perfectly content and we'll be able to get on with this party. I love this party. I have no free will of my own. And you're free. So, who wants to tango with a count? And then him and Lucy start dancing and yeah. This is where we get our first Tubi break. Oh, man. Steve. The first one was the uh, uh, Cowboy Days in Evanston, Wyoming. Oh. Uh, which was basically two-thirds of the way done by the time this commercial was airing to us. I was like, hey, you want to come to the days? You've got tomorrow. <laughs> Pretty much. Like, we don't believe in no COVID. We're going to have huge crowds. Ain't going to wear no masks and ain't going to have no vaccinations. Come on down. Yeah. Uh, some Gentleman Jack whiskey, uh, purple right, mattress. Chess place playing? 
Oh yeah, chess playing because the only like, way to impress your father is to beat him at chess or something. Beat him yeah. at his own game. Uh, purple mattress. You've all seen those commercials. And then oh boy, the uh, the DUI ones for the the potheads. Oh, the uh, po- yeah, the pothead DUIs. Like driving high is dr- like driving drunk. I'm sorry, I almost ran over the person who was taking their bike or, or who was basically was jaywalking, jaywalking and not watching where yeah. she was going oh my god there was a drunk lady who was walking home and i almost <laughs> ran her over because i was guys high. guys i'm gonna say right now if you get fucking ran over because you're not watching where you're going yeah mean... <laughs> it's a two-way street my friends you're more nimble anyway if uh... you hit it a crosswalk <laughs> i will grieve you if you get yeah, yeah, hit totally. jaywalking i won't laugh at you at your funeral <laughs> also stop looking at your phone when you're doing it oh right, my god get off your fucking phones while you're walking people anyway they, that's the end of commercials <laughs> where were we okay so it's nighttime, and uh lucy you know she's just sleeping away in her bed mm-hmm. with mina yes they're sharing a bed well look at you have guests over you have to make them feel comfortable that's true but she hears a noise and she goes like into another room she hears some creaking and then John Harker jumps out from behind a curtain and scares the shit out of her. And I'm like, well, John, you're about to get shot. Right? Pow, pow, pow. Oh, but it was so funny seeing the look on your face. Uh, oh, and I like how it's like, John Harker, you should be in bed. Well, you should too. Women shouldn't be out at this time. Like, are you, Bitch, you are were you, just going to come in and like creep into her room? Like, are, what's fucking happening? Are you up to make me a sandwich? Well, then get back to bed. So I guess you're just going to leave me for the count thing because you danced with him. Yeah, he was fucking green-eyed jealousy monster. He was like, oh, oh, John, it's not even like that. You know. I just tried to impress the new neighbor. Come on, bro. You know, Big Big D just (laughs) wanted to dance. Like, wait, what'd you call him? (laughs) Dracula. Count Dracula. Yeah, Big Dracula. Yeah, so then uh, they go out on the balcony or whatever and like make out a little bit because, you know, whatever. And then we pan up and we see Dracula watching them make out. Oh, yeah. But but he's not there to just be a peeping Tom. Yeah. He starts crawling down the wall yeah. face first. Oh, so, and straight up breaks the fourth wall staring oh, at us for part oh, of it, which just makes it creepier. Yeah, he's eye-fucking you the whole time. He's doing the little Batman crawl, basically. <laughs> and then uh, we see Mina. She's, uh, you know, in bed, like, eh, tossing and turning and... <sighs> Oh, what's that? What's oh, that noise? Oh, oh, I'm so scared. Oh. You see, like Dracula, like <laughs> you, you see, like his hand, and he's like clawing at the in between, like the little uh, glass pieces, because it's kind of like a stained glass window kind of thing. Fingering, fingering, yeah, just fingering, get it in there, breaking off little pieces, and then we pan over, and you see Frank Langella hanging upside down. And then he just breaks the glass, grabs the knob from the inside, and opens it. Yeah. And she presents herself. Yeah. Is in love. Yeah, he uh, he enters. Oh, she's been vampire thrilled. Yeah, she's been totally. thrilled. Um, and, then, and then, yeah, we then cut to like uh, I think it's John and me, uh, John and Lucy out on the balcony. You start hearing oh, oh no, they were in the like that fucking greenhouse or something. Yeah, I was like, what the random ass greenhouse when they walk out there in the middle of a storm or whatever. Okay, whatever. It happens. Uh, so then uh, Lucy, you know, goes back in the bedroom trying to be all nice and sneaky. Slides back into bed with Mina. <laughs> She'll never even do I was good. <laughs> the perfect crime. And goes to sleep. Mm-hmm. Uh, next we go to uh, Carfax Abbey. 
and Renfield like finally wakes up. He's just been lying at the bottom of the stairs apparently for the past day or two, <laughs> yeah, at least overnight, whatever. But he wakes up and he's like, ah, ah, cottonmouth and ooh, is that a cockroach? Mm. And then Dracula like pops out from behind mm. a bookcase, like, surprise, Renfield, it's me. <laughs> I'm here to offer you long life to be my servant. And Raphael's like, okay. Uh, <laughs> Sounds good to me, boss. That's right. So then uh, then Lucy wakes up and uh, leans over to Mina and is like, come on, Mina, it's only eight o'clock. No, well, that's right. That's right. Wait, wait, uh, Lucy wakes up because she hears someone struggling to breathe and glances over and Mina's like, I can't breathe. <laughs> And uh, Dr. Seward comes up, and of course, you know, as is practice at a time, babe, how do you cure a woman that obviously can't breathe? Slap her around. That's right, slap the shit out of her, just shake her like a little baby, breathe. and just, <laughs> the power of Christ compels you, that kind of shit. And uh, yeah, she dies. But they notice. <laughs> I'm sorry, she dies. Oh, yeah, this whole scene, like, they... They're basically like, you're just panicking. You're just panicking. Oh, shit. There was actually something wrong with her. And now she's dead. Like, oh, yeah. This is pretty much every every woman's experience going to the doctor. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Let me just slap the hysteria out of you. You'll be fine. But it's cancer. Couldn't <laughs> <laughs> wait. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, so they're like, yeah. oh, no, she's dead. And they notice two little puncture wounds on her throat. <gasps> We could have done this. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe we should look into it. Mm. Okay. What happened? So yeah, Harker goes to visit uh, Carfax Abbey. Uh, you know, the the castle for a woman in black. Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah. He's got the, the final like deed papers to like it's... sign everything over. And... Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, he also goes to Carfax Abbey to make sure that a car he wants to buy hasn't been in an accident. Oh, yeah. You definitely don't want those like insurance claim ones where yeah. it's like, oh, yeah, flood damage. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fuck that noise. Turns out it was in Louisiana oh. in uh, the 90, in the late early 2000s. Wait. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wait, is this a modern day telling? Even then, it's 20 years <laughs> in the future. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, so um, yeah, he, he like shows up like, oh, okay, Dracula, here's the papers, just sign here and here and here. And Dracula's like, oh yes, that's great. Uh, if you could have my lawyer just uh, check it over as well. Oh, and uh, here's the letter. Your lawyer? <laughs> yeah. No, no, you're my real estate guy. My lawyer is oh, okay. completely different. I'm a count. I got a bunch of people. All right, all right. Okay, that um, makes sense. Could you deliver this letter for me to Doctor Seward? It's uh basically inviting him and his daughter to come hang out with me while you're out of town you're heading out of town right you gotta hand, he, he he sends him out of town you need to go out of town and deliver these papers for me it's very important oh is that is that what part yeah, of it is that's okay, why he was like well i'm not gonna leave tonight because uh my girlfriend's best friend just died and we're having a funeral oh yeah yeah you should totally do that yeah yeah yeah, yeah but but you're gonna leave in the morning right <laughs> like like first thing you know business over booty hmm Hmm? Yeah. You are a professional, right? And I'm a count. <laughs> it's very important to me. Um, so yeah, so then uh, Je John hops in his car and drive. By the way, there's a car in this movie. It's one of those old like steamer ones or yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's it's cool. I like it. Tops out about thirty miles an hour, but it's actually pretty cool. It is outrun by horses at a very strategic <sighs> point in this movie. It's also outrun by a man carrying a woman, but I will get to that part <laughs> later. A vampire carrying a wo woman, babe. He's walking still. Yeah, but he's doing vampire walk. 
Is he? So he's much faster. Is he, or is he doing Frank Langella carrying a woman walk? Yeah, no, no, but it's, he's a vampire, so it's faster. We'll get to it when we get to it. Because <laughs> I also have another theory. Shortcut. He's Benny Hilling across the... Anyway, we're done. Yeah, just like in Twilight. <laughs> uh, but while, he, while uh, John's driving away, someone jumps out of the back seat. Ah, it's me, Renfield. Quick, get me ah, out of here. He's ah, going to ah, kill me. Get your hands off my eyeballs. Renfield, oh my god, I'm going to slap the shit out of you. Calm down. Yeah. All right, you know what? I'm headed to the insane asylum anyway. I'm just going <laughs> to drop it a letter off. off. I'm just going to have you deliver it and uh, yeah, commit your ass. Uh, then we, yeah, we get the funeral for Mina and... Um, Dr. Van Helsing shows. Did, no, no, not yet. Oh, no, that's right. That's right. He's on his way. Yeah, he's on his way. Uh, yeah, we hear that his fa- uh, Mina's father is coming. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, um, as I've written down for this funeral, John is being a complete dick to Lucy while oh, she's yeah. mourning her friend. Right? Like, oh, so, I mean, you know, your new boyfriend, the Count, he wants to have you over to distract you from the death of your friend or whatever. Because he's your new boyfriend. Yeah. And it's just like, dude, Read this... the room. <laughs> oh, and she breaks up with his ass. Yeah, yeah, she's basically like, well, maybe we should just, like, see other people or take a sabbatical or whatever. Oh, and she's like, we're not enemies. But have a good time in town. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and by the way, this is how you break up on a, on the side, like on the cl- a cliff overlooking the sea at a funeral. At a graveyard, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, like they're on a cliff overlooking <laughs> overlooking a cemetery on the sea. Oh, and adjacent to an asylum. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like, well, I'd never hate you, but I really should be getting to town now. Oh, that's right. Then Lucy's like talking to her dad or whatever, and the dad's like, uh, "Oh yeah, we can uh, take care of all this before we head over to the counts for dinner tonight." And she's like, "Wait, what now? Oh, sorry, didn't I tell you we're going to the counts for dinner tonight? Hey, we we can reschedule or something if we don't want to." And she's like, "No, no, no. We can uh, we can totally do that. I'm back on the market." Right? She's like, "Yeah, yeah. I need something to distract me from my breakup and my best friend's funeral." But then, then... And you can almost hear John in the background, "Oh, some bitch." Right? Well, but then her father gets distracted. Isn't this where he has to go down and go go check in Renfield? Oh, no, no, no. Renfield's already taken oh, okay. care of, I think. Yeah, I think oh, okay. the funeral's the next day from when Renfield gets taken care of. Oh, okay, okay. But, um, oh, but but he does get distracted because he's picking up an old friend at the, uh, the Whitey Station. I'm sorry, it's Whitby Station Whitney is the train station. stop, but it's like the Whitey. signs look like it said Whitey. From... Whitey Station. <laughs> Steve, this this is the one of the whitest movies we've done in a long time. You know what? It's so white, it looks like it's shot in black and white for ninety percent of the movie. Right? It, I do. I not gonna lie. I do like the like desaturation. Yeah, it, yeah. It works for for this. Yeah, totally. But uh, yeah, good old uh, good old Doctor Seward. He's at the train station picking up Abraham Van Helsing, played by Ooh. the great Sir Lawrence Olivier. Yeah. And uh, basically Abraham shows up and, uh, yeah, we get a whole, like, tell me, was she in pain and blah, blah, blah. And Dr. Seward's like, look, dude, let's uh, let's get you home and oh, get you know, rested. You've had gonna, a long journey. and <laughs> We're just not going to talk about that. I mean, I, you know what? I did what I do for every woman. I slapped her until she either came to or she didn't. That makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, meanwhile, Lucy arrives at uh, Carfax Abbey and... Uh, the front door, you know, the, yeah. the oh, beautiful doors are open. And... She is dressed to the nines. Oh, yeah. She's like, <laughs> she is in her DTF dress. And uh, 
the door is open and there's a nice little like wood table with candlelight but basically everything behind this table is still covered in cobwebs yep. but like the foyer has been cleared out with like a dining table and candles and shit look he just moved in steve yeah exactly sorry everything's such a mess <laughs> you live in this town you know all the maids already work for your father full time at the asylum true 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 uh, man, Dracula, he goes into the whole thing like he's a uh, he's the last of his kind. He's a uh, great it comes from a long line of Romanian warriors and lords of the land and leaders. And he, he's basically just Romanian pimping at this time. Oh yeah. And then like in the middle of dinner, we then like cut to somebody diving through a fucking window. <laughs> and and then someone screaming, "My baby! She ate my baby! She murdered my baby!" And we see like this person, like a white dress, just like running off into the distance after diving through the window. And uh, you know, it's at the asylum, and uh, <laughs> and the doctor she comes up to the woman who's like, "Oh, my baby! She ate my baby! Did you see? Did you see who it was? Yes, it was Mina. What?" But Mina's dead. Yes, yes, the one we buried yesterday. She came in and she ripped the throat out of my baby. And then there's a shot of the baby. And because this is an insane asylum, I just legit thought it was a baby doll. But then they cover it. Yeah. So it's a real baby? Yeah, it's a real baby, like, with its throat ripped out, like, red. Yeah, and all but that. it was very much like a baby doll. Like, it yeah. was like... Oh, totally. Meh, totally. Meh, meh. Yeah. yeah. No real baby on the set for that one. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so then we cut back to the Carfax Abbey, and, uh, you know, Dracula and Lucy are out on the balcony and listening to the wolves. Oh, the children of the night. What sad music they play. Do you think it's sad? Oh, yes. It's them, uh, you know, longing, longing for the love that they have lost and blah, blah, blah. And, of course, that helps Dracula seal the deal with a kiss. <laughs> oh but he, they start kissing and then he goes towards her throat and then starts nibbling on her earlobe baby and face frank by the way you're not like the other girls you're right i came of my own accord oh. <laughs> and then uh lucy stays the night for comfort mm -hmm. my friend just died last night i Shouldn't be alone. Oh, my father's just so busy with all the lunatics, and I haven't slept alone since Mina died. It was not yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long time since I haven't shed a bed yet. <laughs> uh, so the next morning, uh, Van Helsing, he's like looking through some books about bats. Then he like goes to the grave, uh, goes to his daughter's grave, and he has like uh, these like garlic flowers or something. That he's placed all over it, and uh, was it Lucy? The ca yeah, Lucy yeah, comes Lucy up and comes talks down. to him. He's like, "What? What are you doing to Lucy's or uh, to Mina's grave?" And he's like, uh, "It's a, it's an old tradition. Don't worry about it." Oh, by the way, uh, Lucy wanted me to give you this. And, like, opens. Oh, it, it was supposed to be a birthday present for her, yeah, but yeah. Uh, he knows that Lucy would have wanted her to have it and never, ever, ever take it off. That's right. And she opens up this little jewelry case, and it's a necklace. With a cross pendant. And then, yeah, a little gold cross. And then as if her his ears were burning or some other part of him, uh, Dracula shows up on a horse. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Abraham's giving him the shit eye like, uh, I've heard about you, Romanian Count. Uh, 
They say strange things about you. <laughs> I understand said, you were one of the last people to see me alive. <laughs> you know? um, I mean, I was at the party, but... And if you'll excuse me, I must go pay my respects. Clop, 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 clop. Yeah, I think they're like looking like from the asylum or whatever. Abraham's like looking out the window and he sees like uh, Dracula on the horse, but the horse is like freaking the fuck out because of the, I assume the garlic flowers yeah. or the crosses or whatever. I don't know. This is the first time I wrote down like, wait, wasn't this during the day? Because, you know, it's it's a foggy day in old London town or whatever. Like it's foggy, but it's like obviously daytime. Like, everything's, like, backlit from the well, sky. Well, it was evening. So when, when Mina goes down to Dr. Van Helsing, she says, like, it's getting late and it's getting cold. You should, like, come in. And he's like, oh, mm. just a few more minutes. So it's it's evening. Okay. Because <laughs> I was wondering, like, at this point, like, wait, is he is Dracula a daywalker? And if so, cool. But, yeah. Just, yeah. Just trying to keep it consistent is all. Okay. And then the next thing we have Van Helsing riding a white horse through the graveyard. And uh, apparently we learn his horse can sniff out vampires like a fucking truffle pig or something. <laughs> like like the horse is like pawing at stuff and then it's like, oh, okay, cool, whatever. But then he gets to Mina's grave and starts uh, kicking up the, the like garlic flowers off mm -hmm. of the top and like knocking over the headstone and stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh no, my daughter, she is Nosferatu. <laughs> Yeah, Lucy, like, she, she like, puts the necklace, like, on a little, uh, oh, that's right, like, a picture frame or something of, like, Mina or whatever. It was a picture Mina of her and Mina. And then, like, instantly, as soon as she does that, you see Dracula, like, in the window, like, hello there. <laughs> oh, my God. He's, he's that, uh, the meme of the guy behind the tree rubbing his hands Oh, fuck together. yeah, he like... is. He's totally, like, <laughs> so she takes that necklace off. There we go. <laughs> Dracula waiting for Mina to take the, her cross off. <laughs> Yeah, so he pops into the room and he's like, Sup, girl? You will be the flesh of my flesh. Blood of my blood. And uh, basically he takes her to bed. Oh, yeah. And babe, tell me about the... We'll call it love scene? Oh, it's an erotic lovemaking scene. Except for it's just their silhouettes and a ball of fire. and Yeah, it's like... it's like uh, Okay, there's that... Uh, the Michael Jackson video with like the like lasers and smoke or whatever <laughs> behind him. The... Don't stop to get enough. It's that, but it's Dracula and Mina like horizontally and backlit yeah. with that, and you see like the, the they're just like making out, and like occasionally oh, Lucy's like putting her arms up and stuff. Like it's it's it, oh yeah, it's nice, but it's also like all right, seventies. I get it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but then it's uh, sensual, Steve. He's a sensual creature. Yeah, but then them uh, making out takes a takes a weird turn when uh he he basically gets on top and uh yeah. cuts his chest letting the blood trickle out and she comes up and drinks it and then we get some more tubi commercials because it's uh <laughs> about these like universal ski passes that are a big thing now like was it an icon pass that's like oh, for colorado yeah. and yeah, yeah visit like seven different ski places yeah which isn't a bad idea yeah like more power to them i like absolutely it, you're gonna sell more season passes if people can go to multiple places yeah totally totally like, like i think utah has one too i forget what it's called but yeah i think this was for colorado because apparently Pow pass what was that just no Pamao is patter mountain okay but but yeah, there, there's one for like all the Park City ones. I know that. Okay. But anyway, yeah, look it up, guys. Uh, we also, okay, guys, I don't know if you know this. 
Progressive insurance commercials are probably the best fucking commercials out there. They really, really work hard. <laughs> like whether it's uh, Flo and her minions. Oh my or, gosh, yes. Jamie. Uh, I think in this one in particular, though, it was the uh, Becoming Parents ones. Stop you from becoming your parents. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, 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 help, yeah, the life coach guy or whatever. Yeah, the Dr. Phil of not becoming your parents when you become a homeowner. And this was a new one because I hadn't seen the airport one before. I didn't, and I realized I am the gal at the airport. <laughs> yeah. It's me. <laughs> yeah, so when uh, when did we start loading? Three hours and 45 minutes. Oh, okay, thank you, thank you. <laughs> anyway. Oh, no, you don't have to buy anything. I brought snacks. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> See someone running through the airport, like, Stupid bitch would have woke up earlier. <laughs> so what? Uh... <laughs> it's us. It's true. Here's well, the thing. We're not our parents because our parents are, would be the people running yeah, through the airport. Yeah, we, we learned from like... our parents to not be those people. That's why we're like that. Uh, so yeah, so then what happens? Oh yeah, we find out that... Uh, oh, that's right. Abraham and uh, Dr. Seward, they go to dig up uh, Mina's grave because, you know... Daddy has a hunch. Right. <laughs> and so they dig it up and <gasps> the grave is empty. <laughs> Look, I know my I know my daughter and I know that she's kind of a whore for vampires, so I'd like to dig her up. Yeah. Well, and then uh, I think Dr. Seward has like the same reaction I did. Like, wait, but the ground wasn't disturbed up top. Mm-hmm. And they find a little hole in like <gasps> one of the corners of the grave. <gasps> the mines! They run all over the, um, all under this town. That's right. And so uh, Daddy dives down through the mines and Dr. Seward's like, I don't, I wouldn't go in there. Probably pretty smelly. This is, this is, we didn't notice this hole. We dug the grave, but this probably goes through all the other graves. You're going to see a lot of coffins. We didn't even bother putting some of them in coffins. <laughs> we moved the headstones, but you didn't move the bodies. Yeah. I don't... <laughs> Poltergeist. Look it up, guys. Uh, oh, so good. So, so yeah, so they get down in the tunnels and they're like, you know, sneaking around like, what, what is this? And, you know, uh, but then uh, we see. We hear Mina coming down the tunnel, and uh, Mina's looking rough. She, she's like pure, pure white, Ooh. has like the like big red eyes. Yeah, and... the like the contacts where like the whole eyeball is red. Yeah, yeah. Like her skin's starting to like chunk off. She did oh. not transform well. Yeah, I, I like I was trying to tell like if they just like caked makeup on her, and that's kind of how they got that effect yeah. of like like she was obviously kind of rotting and all that. But it's it's really good though. She looks super creepy, and her little oh. ballet slippers. Oh yes. they buried her in yeah. like like I think that's like. How sort like fancy and like dainty her like burial outfit is, and then yet yeah, like how rough her makeup is. It's good. Oh, and you know what helps her make her even creepier? Hmm. She's speaking German. <gasps> yeah. Because you know her last name's Van Helsing. Yeah. And so uh, she's like, Papa. That's right. Papa is das Nein. And like like you know like Nein Nein my Liebchen I got you. And uh, she's like getting all close like Papa. Papa, you come to see me. And then, uh, basically... Join me, Papa. Join me, Papa. And like, no! And fucking stakes her ass. Yeah. Oh, no, because no, she goes after him. He, he like, pushes her off and she goes after the other doctor. Oh, he yeah, goes after Dr. Seward. And goes then after that, Dr. But then Seward. That's and then that's when he has to yeah, stake yeah. her. That's right. And then she, like, turns around, staking her, and she's like... And, you know, like, Abraham's, like, holding her, and like, she dies and stuff, yeah. and he's like, no! Was anybody else waiting for her to pop up and get him in the neck when she slumped over in or his like arms? Or, like, bite his arm or something? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was kind of waiting for it. But, nope. Uh, D- Daddy makes it through this encounter. 
And then, okay, so then John Harker, I, I guess it's been a day or two, so he's, like, coming back. And uh, he decides he's going to surprise Lucy. Look, I know we broke up, but I know that she still loves me. So I'm going to just stop by and say hi. Yeah, yeah she, he's even, like, was, like, the maid or whatever, like, greets him at the door. It's like, oh, yeah, she's been up in a room making all kinds of weird noises. Definitely no gentleman callers. Yeah. Um, and so he goes up there and he's like, Lucy. Lucy, you're so cold. I can work with that. No, no, he doesn't uh, doesn't assault her. But uh, basically, like as he's realizing she's cold, uh, I guess her dad and Van Helsing are like walking by, like, yeah. "Fuck, what a rough night." And he's like, "Guys, guys, Lucy's cold." And you'd almost see Del Pleasant's like roll his eyes, like, "Fuck, not again." Jesus. <laughs> Van Helsing's like, "Well, I was gonna grieve my kill- murdering my undead daughter." But I'm gonna go ahead and kill your daughter instead. Yeah. So, so yeah. The uh, Doctor Seward's like checking her out, and Van Helsing. Yeah, he goes down the parlor to like you know make himself a drink or whatever. Babe, <gasps> who does he see down in the parlor, or not see? Oh, so so he's he's making his drink in front of this gorgeous like six foot long mirror mm-hmm. that like takes up the entire wall. Which, good luck. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you see the door open, and the camera slowly like pans around the good doctor making his drink, and you see Dracula in the door frame, but you don't see him in the mirror. <gasps> <gasps> and Abraham's like, "Oh, look on Dracula! I uh, didn't see you come in in this mirror." I and can Dr- s- oh, and he, he's like, "I can see the whole room, but I did not see you." Yep. And then Dracula is like, fuck this shit! And, like, throws a chair or something and shatters the mirror. He's like, oh, sorry, uh, sorry, Mr. Van Helsing. I, uh, or uh, Professor Van Helsing, I, uh, don't know what came over me there. And then he's oh, like... Oh, he's like, I, I don't like mirrors. And Van Helsing's just, like, sipping his drink is like, odd fellow. Yeah, weird. <laughs> hmm. Well, it's... Are you hungry? Because I have a shit ton of garlic! <laughs> and he's Dracula's like, yeet! And, like, jumps back, like, into the corner, like, hiding in the corner of the room. Yeah, it's like, I really do appreciate it when people snake up on me with garlic. Yep. And then Van Helsing's also like, oh, what's it? Something's itchy in my pocket. Maybe it's this cross! Ah! <laughs> and Dracula's like, ah, this is really irritating, but not at all incapacitating. And, and I, I like how he basically is like, you're not like the other doctors, Dr. Van Helsing. <laughs> yeah, like, good show, doctor. Dives out the fucking window. Right. But, but as he dives, he, like, transforms into the wall. Yeah. Oh, that was a good transformation. Because, yeah, it's Franklin Jella on one side of the breaking glass. And then this gorgeous, like, husky mix on the other side. Yeah. I mean, wolf. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty sweet little transition. They did yeah. a really good job on that. Yeah, so then, um... <laughs> yeah so then like was like abraham like goes up to the the bedroom and he's basically like hey so uh dracula was just downstairs with me and you broke uh, your mirror yeah <laughs> and a couple of your doors and, and john's like what the fuck is going on and they're like all right bro we got some stuff to tell you uh we were just down at the graveyard uh checking out mina's corpse and uh we had to kill mina she's already dead uh, we had to double tap um <laughs> oh, oh that's right it, they're, like, filling him on the way, because, yeah, they, like, yeah, go down to like, Mina's corpse. Can we corpse. borrow your car? We need to go yeah, visit the count. That's right. That's right. Uh, uh, but, yeah, we get the whole scene where, uh, apparently, Abraham's like, well, I have to cut out my daughter's heart right now. Mm-hmm. So that's my day. Right? <laughs> if I don't do it, I I have to uh, sacrilege her body to save her soul. And then, uh, meanwhile, up in the bedroom, Lucy's, yeah, you know, she's being watched over by one of the maids or whatever, and she's like, 
I don't know. Brumhilda, could you go get me some tea? I'm cold. That's the most sensible thing you've said all day. So she goes downstairs and the boys come back and they're like, Brumilda, what the fuck are you doing down here? You're supposed to be watching Lucy. Like, We're making her tea. She wanted some tea. What? And they like run up there and of course she's gone, gone out the window or whatever. Yeep. Uh, oh, that's right. They see her like trotting off on a horse or something and they hop in the car. Or her and wagon. She has the wagon with that cute yeah, little yeah. white pony. Yeah, with a little carriage or whatever on yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, so yeah, they hop in the car, they chase behind her, and of course this is a top-notch car, so it's able to cut her off and and uh, the little pony. Yeah, and so uh, Doctor Seward takes Lucy back to the asylum. Meanwhile, uh, John and Van Helsing they're going to Carfax to settle the shit. Yeah. Yeah, they get there, and uh, that's right. They like go into the castle, and like the front door is like open, or you know, like they just like push it open or something. And uh, they just start opening crates, and they're like, what's with all this fucking dirt in here? He has to be on his home dirt to, to get full rest. Oh, that's weird. That's right, bitches. Oh, it's Dracula. He's been ah! watching us the whole time, apparently. I thought you slept during the day. Ah, I could only need to rest, but as long as I'm not in the sunlight, I'm fine. I can walk about in the daytime, and I'm like... Yeah, he okay. has to avoid direct sunlight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where it's like, okay, okay. The fog's okay. I gotcha. And then, uh, basically, that's when Van Helsing, like, pulls out the cross, and he's like, ha-ha, bitch, remember this? And he's like, fuck that, sets it on fire. <laughs> oh, no, it wasn't Van Helsing, it was, uh, it was, was Harker. It, was it John? Oh, okay. Harker pulls it out, and I was like, um, I, I couldn't remember if it was this movie, it's not this movie, but they're, one of the Dracula movies, it's like, the cross only works if you believe in it. Mm. It doesn't work for people who don't believe in the cross. Oh, okay, okay. Like it's the power of faith that actually saves you, not the the shape of the and cross see, itself. And see, I thought it was because they were basically on his home turf, like literally the soil I of his land was, was there, makes him like super powered. Kind of. I think it was a little of both. Like, yeah. bitches, you're in my house, and John Harker, you don't even believe that shit. Okay, I, I can dig it. And basically, he's saying like, "Oh, John, you're an adequate fellow, but um, I'm taking Lucy, and mm-hmm. she's going to be my my mistress for." Till the end of time, oh, she, and we're she's we're gonna, gonna she's gonna be my bottom bit. She's gonna be. That's right. We're gonna have we're gonna make other vampires and have a whole vampire family, and you're uh, just gonna fucking well, run he away. Up says she will be my, the favorite of my wives, and I'm like, where are Frank Langella's wives? Yeah. I want to see what Frank Langella like peak is bringing home. Oh, he's bringing home like Helen Mirren from Excalibur. Right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what happens from here? Something like, uh, yeah, I'm gonna take your bitch too. And then he, like, turns into a bat, and then there's, like, a good couple minutes of John and Van Helsing with, like, stakes, but basically, <laughs> I just have written down trying to bat a bat. <laughs> like, ah, get it, get it, ah, get it, ah, don't ah, let it get away, get ah. Ah. Oh, and then the one, uh, then, and then the bat, like, jumps on John's face and starts biting his cheek, and he's like, ah, ah, Van Helsing, help me! And Doctor, somehow Doctor, has him, like, tackled to the off. ground and is, like, biting him still. It's, like, just a little bat on his face. Which, by the way, <laughs> like, its little wings are flapping up against his head. Like, this is a good little prop that they've got. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty sweet. Uh, meanwhile, Van Helsing, he's, like, on the other side of the room trying to take out this, like, support beam because he sees, like, a little sunlight peeking out. He's like, oh, mm-hmm. if I take this out, then, you know, whatever. Yeah. So he hits it down. Some beam comes through, hits the bat. Ah! And it, like, flies off or whatever. Okay, cool. And then we get a little scene where, um, basically, you said uh, Van Helsing breaks up a cracker and puts it in uh, Dracula's yeah. bed. Yep, yep. <laughs> you know, it's one of the communion wafers or whatever, but... 
Yeah, it's basically like, yeah, if I break it up and give it quarters and then put it in his bed, it'll make him super uncomfortable. <laughs> Leaving crumbs in his, cracker crumbs in his bread isn't, isn't going to stop him, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, Lucy's at the asylum and uh, John goes to see her. She's like in the, like, the whole padded room and Ooh, yeah. John's like, I have to see her. I must. And like, I don't think that's a good idea, bro. Like, whatever. I'm, I'm rich and I'm white. Uh, yeah, so he goes in. John, John, they've got me all wrong. I, I just, you know, I, I, I just wanted to, to see Dracula and, and talk this out with him. And they're acting like I'm in love with him. You believe me, right? Oh, of course, my darling. Just, Don't worry. We'll be together yeah, soon enough. Yeah. Just get me oh. out of here. Can we just, like, un- untie the straitjacket? I'm afraid I can't do that, my love. Soon, soon, though. Uh, by the way, John... You and my dad and uh, Doctor Van Helsing doing to Mina in the graveyard with Mina earlier. Uh, what are you talking about, babe? We uh, just paying our respects and whatnot. I saw you oh. in the window. Oh, so you were like in the tunnels, maybe like you know, cutting her heart out. You fuck. Oh. And <laughs> and yeah, she's like seducing a. And basically, I've written down she's like seducing him, but not really. But I assume John's a virgin yeah because <laughs> he's like oh, i don't know maybe I just get a little little peck just, on the lips a little something and then she goes for the neck ah! and van helsing busts in with a cross and he's like be gone bitch ah! <laughs> and then like hands the cross over to lucy and she's like holding it next to her ah, ah, john what's happening to me oh, you know. i'm trying to fight the demons within me yep and then, uh, yeah, we see, like, Renfield, and he's like, Oh, my master will be coming! Ah, y'all gonna get fucked up now! And, yeah, they, like, throw him in his cell. Then we get the scene where Dracula, like, pulls the bars out and pops in there, and he's like, Renfield, you betrayed me! You told no, them I was coming! No, no, I didn't! I didn't I didn't say anything, boss! I just I didn't mean mm, to! There's I... something on your <laughs> neck. Can you get it off for me? Yeah, let me just... If you could just... Snaps his neck, like, all the oh. way around, too. Like, it was oh, a sweet yeah. little, like, <laughs> like oh, poltergeist yeah. shit going on. Again, like, a really good... Oh, exorcist, that's what I mean. <laughs> yeah, uh, but again, like, a really good... A really good gag they did. Yeah, practical effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, yeah, so they drop him down, and then instantly, like, the entire asylum goes full pandemonium. Everyone's running around, ah! And, you know, the darker right there, like, what What happened? Oh, someone killed uh, Renfield in his cell. And so they run over to there. And then we just see the smoke, like, crawling through the asylum and go into Lucy's padded room. And then, uh, basically, uh, they're like, wait, what? Shit, we left Lucy alone. And they run back and go in the room. And there's, like, a giant hole in the wall. And they're, like, climbing down it. And then this is the scene where we see, uh... Dracula basically pick up Lucy mm-hmm. and then walk to Carfax. Yep. Just walk, carrying yes, a body, got, walking. But he, but he's got the the vampire speed. It looks oh, to I, I, us look. like he's just walking, but <laughs> because but, it's at the exact speed of a maybe a power walk. But if we were trying to catch him, he just it would be it would be like a, in in Ruth Vampire when Luis like reaches out across the room and grabs the guy's cigarette. Hmm. Okay, whatever. We'll, we'll, we'll... You know, the interview part of yeah, the Yeah, 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 yeah. Christian Slater's. Yeah, I remember the scene. Uh, Slater. But, okay, so here here was my whole thing, because yeah, we just see, yeah, Frank Langella walking, blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, while they're, like, hopping in the car, you see him, like, yeah. driving down the road, fucking Tokyo drifting and shit, because yeah. it's got the wooden wheels and all that. 
And, it, you know, he just keeps walking. I'm like, maybe he's taking the shortcut to Carfax Abbey and they have to go down the road to use maybe. the car. Yeah. Maybe we'll go with that. Nah, it's, I'm going to believe it's his vampire powers. Oh, yeah, surprised he didn't, like, it, turn into a bat and they were flying, like, Superman or something. But... Yeah, yeah, And this is also, I believe, where Dracula, like, oh, no, it's when they get back to the house. He basically says to Lucy, like, sorry, you have to remain in your mortal form for a little bit longer. That's, yeah, yeah. basically, yeah, it, you know, they get there, they run up the oh, stairs. they almost hit a couple of courses on the way in. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, because Dracula can sort of control animals, so he makes all the horses freak yeah, out. Throwing all the beasts at him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was right, there's like wolves running alongside yep. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But they, uh, they get to the abbey, they go in, they like run up the stairs to the coffin room. Oh, no, no, that's right. Yeah, they're, like, running. Uh, Dracula and Lucy are running, like, side by side up the stairs. And, yeah, you're right. This is where they're, like, just a few more days, my darling. And then, uh, you know, no longer be a day walker. And then I can change you and we can have a whole damn family. It's going to be great. Yeah, the guys pull up in the car, like, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes later, we'll say. Because uh, it's, like, down the street they run into this guy in a carriage and he's got a crate in the back. Yeah. And, like, oh, where are you going there? Like, oh, I'm just taking it on to port. And they see the crate, and it's like, wait, that's one of Dracula's crates. And then the horses go nuts and, like, start running off with the carriage. And it's like, oh, shit, we got another chase. And then there's, like, a little narrow passage and stuff. And then, oh, no, the most dreaded of all all weapons against a carriage. A rock in the road. <laughs> yeah, it basically knocks the driver, like, like, flings him out of the carriage. And he, like, falls on the ground dead or whatever. But that causes the car to swerve apparently right into a tree and it's like well i guess that uh the horses are taking that to the port all right they eventually get to the port and i'm not sure how they get there like if they just walked it or what but uh they get there later yeah they yeah they they're definitely slowed down yeah and uh basically they 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 see that the 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 new ship or whatever is already like you know going out in the bay and they pull up to some guy like, hey, catch that ship there. And they're like, okay. But but it's like a Russian crew. They, oh, that's right. They, they, it's like a little tugboat or whatever. They like pull yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. They get the little little motorboat and then they jump on. And yeah, it's like an all like Russian crew. And, and they're like, where's 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 Dracula? And they're like, I don't know what not, you're talking about. Too? Uh, yeah. Oh, Nosferatu. And then they're like, oh yeah. And then like after like three minutes of back and forth of nothing, it's like, okay, it's the crate's gonna be in the in the hole. Let's just go yeah. down there and and then we never see the Russian guys again, which mm-hmm. I have many 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 questions about. Oh, he said Nosferatu on a boat, babe. That's like oh, she, fire. And they're just a, like bail. Yeah, that's like like they're still in the harbor. Yeah, true, true. They're like all right, back to the bar. Uh, but yeah, they open up the crate and. <gasps> Dracula and Lucy are in there. So uh, Van Helsing pulls out his stake. He's like, like, he's like, oh, that's right. Like uh, John (laughs) takes uh, Lucy out or whatever. Yeah. And then Van Helsing's like setting the stake up. He's, I don't know, checking the angle of the sun or whatever when he's doing it. Like he's taking his sweet ass time when he should just be like, right in the chest. Um, oh, and meanwhile, Lucy is fighting John. Oh, yeah, they're, they're, they're like, like <laughs> struggling. And, uh, yeah, basically, Van Helsing's, like, distracted because John gets, like, slapped or something. <laughs> and he's like, what was that? And then you see Dracula's eyes open up, and he reaches over. Oh, sorry, he, like, grabs the stake, and then he fucking skewers uh, Van Helsing with, like, this six-foot stake that he brought. Yeah. <laughs> and he's, like, got him, like, pinned to the wall and shit. He's like, ah, fuck. Aww. And then he turns his attention over to John and uh, 
John like grabs just like this uh like a meat hook that's hanging from the, the, yeah. the thing or whatever, like throws it at Dracula and Dracula like slaps away, like get the fuck out of here with that, <laughs> bruh. And then he goes over and he like grabs John, he's about to do like the little Renfield neck yeah. snap thing on him, and he doesn't like immediately do it for some reason. Like he's struggling, though John's just like Maybe you can't get the angle right. Yeah, maybe. Wait, I gotta get between the two vertebrae. I, I gotta get that sweet, like, cucumber snap when I do it. A little <laughs> celery. <laughs> babe, babe, are you looking? Babe, yeah. Lucy, babe, I'm gonna do Lucy, it. Lucy, Lucy, check this out. Is this this your ex-boyfriend look, look, here? Look at me, Clack. look at me. <laughs> <You know? laughs> uh, meanwhile, like, Abraham, like, he's, again, skewered to the wall, but the hook's yeah. over by him, and he throws the meat hook back towards yeah. him, and it hits Dracula right in the back. Ah! <laughs> And that frees John, and John's like... Uh, Wait, it's the, the crate hook for picking up the crates out of the hole. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Oh, oh, that's yeah. right, that's right, that's right. it's about to become important. That's right, crate hook. And then, uh, yeah, hits him in the back, and then John, like, I don't know, hits the lever or something that makes the hook rise mm-hmm. and goes up onto the deck and into the sunlight. <laughs> and he's just like... I don't know. He, he's smoking in the sun. He's like screaming. Yeah. And John and... drags Lucy up on board like, bitch, you get some sunlight too. You're too pale. Yeah. And like, they just like start on fire. And uh, like, like, like you see like the sunburn. He's like screaming for a good like three minutes oh, yeah. solid. Here's the thing. I do appreciate that like the Lord of Vampires takes a little bit longer to cook in the sun. Cause yeah. obviously this can't be the first time he's in, if he's been around for thousands of years, he's been caught in the sun Yeah, yeah. and he, he's the, you know, he's the most powerful one. He should last a little bit longer in the sun. Yeah. Well, he's up there, he's roasting oh, yeah. and then eventually he just stops twitching. Oh. Mm-hmm. But then and we just see the Cape fluttering in the wind. Oh yeah. The Cape like flies off, but it keeps flying off Yeah, and it looks like a fucking kite or like, a cross with a cape on it like like you know a Almost human like being a might little be bat? yeah and it just flies off into the distance as the credits roll and yeah. you see the ship it, it basically keeps cutting back to the ship going in the ocean and this little kite <laughs> cape fly, yep. floating off and forever as you see like you know yeah frank langella music by john williams or whatever oh yeah yeah guys that's uh that's 1979's dracula yeah Babe, what do you think? I love this movie. It was pretty good. This is really good. It was a lot better than I was expecting. I'm not going to lie. I, I Apparently, this was like a big budget thing in 1979. I just never fucking heard of it. But like I said, you don't seek out like vampire movies. I don't, but I still know like, you know, the big one, like 1931 or whatever the first Dracula was. Yeah, well, because it's like the first like horror movie. Yeah, well, I know 94, Interview with the Vampire. I know yeah, because... Yeah. Dracula 2000, spoiler alert. Yeah, yeah, because uh, then you were in the zeitgeist. Ugh. But yeah, I like it. I like it yeah. a lot. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick commercial break. <gasps> but when we come back, oh boy. Ooh. We have fun facts, <gasps> more beer, Ooh. and what we learned from Dracula. Oh. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg, but their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're gonna get 180 pages of entertainment, action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one. 
all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the Department of Metahuman Affairs or DMA and check it out right now. Hey, everybody. Join us for our next Podcart Fest, a celebration of podcasting and art. With so many incredible artists of all kinds being affected by the pandemic and shutting down of festivals in general, uh, we wanted to bring them together to one incredible virtual festival and give you the opportunity to interact with them directly in their virtual booth, uh, witness them demonstrate their marvelous skills on our live stream, show off some of their new products in their shops, and just have a great fun time in general at Podcart Fest. For the latest information, please follow us at Podcart Fest on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Podcart Fest. That's P-O-D-C-A-R-T-F-E-S-T, where you can stay up to date on which podcasters, crafters, actors, painters, directors, creators, and more will be featured. Oh, did I mention it's free? Because Podcart Fest is free, so you can pass that admission fee right along to an artist who needs your help in these desperate times and have a bunch of fun with some amazing personalities while getting some unique gifts and art for yourself or a loved one. Uh, see you soon at Podcart Fest, hosted by Everything I Learned from Movies. Sometimes I wish a guy would tie me up with licorice ropes, and then he'd spank me, and then he would eat the licorice ropes, and he would free me, and then all of it is happening while um, the Philharmonic is playing Bolero. And you're <laughs> listening to Everything I Learned from Movies. Hey, this is Ken M. Padawan J. Coach Duffy. From the Ocho Duro Parley Hour Podcast. Every week, the ODPH is talking sports, movies, TV, comics, and more. It's always a parlay of topics on each episode. You can find the ODPH on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, and wherever you find great podcasts, such as the one you're listening to right now. Don't forget to check out OchoGuroParlayHour.com, where you can find the links to all of the ODPH social media accounts, links to the bands whose music you hear each week on the show, hashtag 607 podcast info, and parlay points, our companion block section of the show. Thanks for listening to the ODPH. Now get back to your regularly scheduled podcast. Hey, this is Heather. Hey, this is Liz. And we are Nerdy Bitches Podcast. A show where two geeky ladies podcast their way through pop culture. From our favorite fandoms to the occasional girl talk and our ongoing book club. We bring everything to you with a feminine eye. You can find us on all of your favorite podcatchers, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music, and at our own website, nerdybitches.com. You can also find us at our new home on the Age of Radio Podcast Network, along with other great shows at ageofradio.org. Make sure to connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. See you soon. Hi, this is Johnny C. McGinley, and you're listening to Everything I Learned from Movies. All the best. And we're back. Oh my god, Steve, those are the greatest ads that have added in the history of adding. Yes! Oh, they get better every week. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, oh, babe. Steve. I'm about you. I, I feel so parched. Like uh. I've been lying at the bottom of the stairs at Carfax Abbey, surrounded by cobwebs for <laughs> several hours. <laughs> well, good for the, the good news is we have another beer. Ooh. From Grid City Beer Works, we have their brown ale. Ooh. Taste, balance, finish. Okay. Sounds like a sex move. Yeah. <laughs> First you taste, and then you balance, and then you finish. Ugh. Ooh, they kind of have the recipe on here. The hops are Fuggle. Ooh, okay. Um, and that is a real hop. Uh, Malts, Maris Otter, Cara Brown, Victory Crystal 77. Oh, Victory Crystal 77. Ha. Uh, pale chocolate and flaked barley, four point six percent alcohol oh, by yes. volume. So yeah, it's a nice, good, uh, good English brown. It sounds like the Maris yeah. Otter and everything. I'm not gonna lie; everything about this is all things that I enjoy. So. Indeed. Gonna pop my top. Woo! 
It's a and the poor. Ooh, beautiful, uh, nice light brown color. Has an off-white foamy head with lots of medium-sized bubbles. Medium-sized bubbles make me happy. Oh wow, it smells really like caramely, a little sweet. Yeah. Little cereal, almost a little popcorn on there. Mm. Yeah, very obviously malt forward, but yeah, a mm. little uh, like roast caramel, kind of the pretty like biscuitiness almost to it. Yeah, and so like as opposed to the red ale here that uh, did like had a, a pretty substantial amount of bitterness, even though it wasn't totally up front. This has yeah. almost no bitterness, but yeah, it's not so like cloyingly sweet. It's nice and smooth and four point six percent. Right. Pickles is trying to keep Poe from getting in the window, so she's jumped over him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not bad at all. Good choice, babe. Yeah. Uh, babe, would you be interested in any fun facts? I don't know. Are they super fun facts? Because they're fun, fun facts? Oh, they're fun facts. Oh, shit, then yes! Yeah, right. Rotten Tomatoes. <gasps> I'll give you a hint. Critics and audience are about the same. Ooh. What do you think? I'm going to go 75. 59% with the critics, 58 with the audience. So really? just under fresh by their standards. Hmm, that's a yeah. shame. Yeah, yeah. Uh, $12 million budget, worldwide gross, $20.2 million. Woo! So, yeah, you know, a little, little less than even. Didn't but. make a billion dollars. <laughs> exactly. Uh... Donald Pleasance was initially offered the role of Van Helsing, but he rejected it, saying it was too similar to his role as, as uh, Dr. Sam Loomis in Halloween the previous year. Mm. He accepted the different role of Dr. Seward instead. All right. Although that seems more like Dr. Loomis to me, the head of the asylum and whatnot. Yeah, but yeah. Okay, whatever. Whatever makes him happy. Right. Uh, Frank Langella also played the title character of Dracula on stage during the Broadway revival and was nominated for a Tony Award for his performance. Oh, shit. Uh, he once said of his interpretation of Dracula, <clears throat> I don't play him as a hair-raising ghoul. He's a nobleman, an elegant man with a very difficult problem, a man with a unique and distinctive social problem. He has to have blood to live, and he is immortal. All right. I dig it. Yeah, well, yeah. and so, like, to me, that's how Dracula should be. Like, he, he's a fucking count, for Christ's sakes, yeah. guys. He's been hiding for thousands of years. Of course he knows how to be a proper gentleman. Indeed. Uh, there were two stipulations that Frank Langella insisted upon when <laughs> accepting the role of Dracula in this movie. First, there would be no scenes with fangs dripping blood. Okay. And second, Langella would not do any commercial promotions as Dracula. Oh. So, there you go. Maybe that's why he didn't make enough money. He did not Maybe, have yeah. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't uh, selling Happy Meals at McDonald's or any. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the names of Mina and Lucy are inverted in this version of Dracula. In Bram Stoker's book and other movies, Mina was John Harker's fiancé and Lucy was her friend who became a vampire. Here, Lucy's the fiancé and Mina becomes the vampire lady. Yeah, I dig it. I like that we, and I like that we caught it, even though neither of us are huge uh, like huge Dracula people. Right? Yeah. Uh, babe, this is also one of five Dracula movies released in 1979. I smell another month now. Uh, the others being Nosferatu the Vampire, Love at First Bite, Nocturna, and Dracula Blows His Cool. <laughs> also in the same year, 1979, 
Vlad Tepes, a Romanian film concerning the historical figure who the Count was named after, was released. And there were also two other vampire movies that came out that year, Thirst and Salem's Lot. Oh, yeah, all right. Yeah, Stephen King one, yeah. Yeah. So, babe, we, we might have a 1979 vampire movie month. We'll never know. But, babe, the real question is... Yes. What did we learn from <gasps> Dracula 79? Ooh. I mean, I learned young young Frank Langella can get that. Yeah. Good old baby face <laughs> Frank. I learned that uh, whether you're a human or a vampire, if somebody puts crackers in your fucking bed, you're not going to sleep well. It's, it's true. Don't put crackers in people's beds, guys. <laughs> um, I, I also learned the uh, proper way to handle a lady who's suffering from some sort of hysteria or vampirism. I just can't seem to get... Catch my breath! Ah! No! Can't we inhale! Inhale her! Oh. You want me to do what? <laughs> I can't hear you over the slapping! Guys, don't... Don't shake babies and don't slap ladies, all right? That's pretty much... <laughs> Is that the, just the two rules you live by? <laughs> yeah. T- time's up, guys. <laughs> Steve, live life the Steve way. Don't shake babies and don't slap ladies. Yeah, if you're going to slap babies and shake ladies, that's okay. <laughs> that's, yeah. In fact, you know what? We prefer it that way. That's right. Go slap some babies today. <laughs> <laughs> do, 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 do. Yeah. Well, babe... Steve. Thank you so much for watching this Dracula movie with me. Thank you for watching it with me. And um, are you on social media at all? I am. You can find me everywhere at Untidy Venus. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping. I'm on all the social medias under Untidy Venus. I have an Etsy shop where I sell my goods and wares at untidyvenus.etsy.com. And for the spooky season, I do have some fun spooky things. So go check them out. There's boobies. There's those boobies, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I also have a blog over at izzycreates.com. I-Z-Z-Y-C-R-E-A-T-E-E-T-E-S dot com. Wow. Uh, but <laughs> you can spell check yourself later. Whatever. It's Izzy and she creates things. Yeah. Yeah. How about but- you, Steve? Can they find you anywhere? Uh, if they look really hard, they can find us on all the major podcatchers <gasps> under Everything I Learned From Movies. Uh, we're also on Patreon, Facebook, and Instagram, Ooh. as well as Twitter at E-I-L-F Movies. That's Everything, Everything I Learned From movies. movies. Guys, I think we just wrapped up our spooky fall festival uh, podcast fest Woo! at P-O-D-C-A-R-T-F-E-S-T. Uh, it was ma- amazing! It was amazing. Oh my god! <laughs> And uh, we got another one coming up in November, so keep your eyes out for that one. Yeah. It's going to be Small Business Saturday. <gasps> uh, so yeah, I guess until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything, Everything I, I Learned from, from Movies. Have a good night, everybody. <laughs>